take two. Holy shit. Okay. Let me give you the rundown again. As I'm looking at my screen, low-key kind of blurry, low-key, I don't know if I'm going to go out tonight or what. But I'm kind of high. I'm kind of drunk. I was listening, looking for beats. Put in my little monthly beat folder in case I feel like rapping. Then I hopped on Twitter, happened to see some tweet about a live stream of Chris Rock and his new comedy special on Netflix. What? I go right into it. You have to understand I was born in 91. I was definitely, <laughs> I was definitely not literally, but I was definitely raised on Chris Rock for sure. I immediately go to it. Um, Guys, again, this is an emergency podcast. I don't even know where I'm at in the podcast or in the comedy special. I would say at this point, maybe 12 minutes in. Guys, this shit. Whoa, it sucks. <laughs> we got some vodkas this and a couple of record right companies. What you're listening to right now. White men the first actually time I'm hearing think it too. they losing the country. Do you believe? Did you see the Capitol riots? The reason why it's an emergency pod, it's because I'm like 10 minutes in right now. 10, 12 minutes in. Now, on the Netflix timeline, it says I'm 45 min minutes into it. That's why it took me about two minutes, three minutes, five minutes to find this shit. I immediately get to it. It's at the after show of the show. I'm like, okay, what's going on? It still says that it's live. I immediately go all the way to the front. Okay, it's like a live stream. He obviously started. It's the same thing. I'm like, okay, I see the same setup. I see the same setting, the same, all that shit, the same stage, whatever the fuck you want to call it, studio, this and that. I'm like, so where's this shit at? I go back to the end. I don't know. Click out of it. Try to find it. There it goes right there, front and center. I click it again. Back to the live show. How's this shit still live and it's not his shit? What, what the fuck is going on? I then finally find the shit. Maybe, okay, I'm 45 minutes in. Let's see where it starts. Uh, Right now, I just And you it. about to rip this shit. So y'all give it up for my homeboy, Chris Rock. Okay, that's yeah. his introduction. Here he comes. Okay, maybe not. Hey, we're go live. at 29. Right. Hey, we're live. Yeah, we're live. So what the fuck is going on? From Chris Rock, taking the stage at the Hippodrome in Baltimore. Let's take a look at the crowd. And you you Mr. Wow, okay, I just had to double skip. So he doesn't even come on to the shit until damn until 30 minutes into this live stream. Like what the fuck is going on? Okay, back to 45. Okay, maybe I Okay. Well, Jackson now, songs. Listen to this. But won't play R. Kelly. <laughs> Same crime. <laughs> One of them just got better songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, I play starting something. It's a party. <laughs> I play bump and grind. Now you are activists. <laughs> so everybody's scared. Everybody full of shit. All right. So I'm watching this, right? Guys, you got to understand. Again, I was born in 91. One time for my nigga June. Hey, 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 hey. 
I was really born in 91. <sighs> Do I want to say this? I will say this. Maybe I shouldn't say this. I don't have a, a large audience. So right now I'm 31. I don't know when this will come up, but maybe in the future it'll come up. And, 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 and before what I'm about to say, before what I'm about to say, maybe it makes sense. I remember one time before this girl I went to high school with, before she blocked me, I would say her name, but she blocked me, so we're not cool, so I won't say her name. I'm not going to say we're not cool, but she blocked me on Twitter. Oh, uh, I remember one time she was saying something about whatever it was with uh, uh, Chris Rock at the time. He was viral. Niggas was on his head for something. It might have been the Seinfeld shit he let, or Louis C.K., he let him say nigga. I don't know what it was. I, I don't know what it was at the time, but I remember her saying, whatever something about chris rock we all knew he was a coon and i remember thinking to myself like really we all like we all thought that for real because again i was born in 91 so this is pre-social media when i was being definitely not literally but definitely being raised on chris rock and he always seemed to be going at white folks neck and shit like that like it just in my opinion. So I was like, damn, I ain't saying that you lying, but maybe I was just completely out. Cause I never thought that about Chris rock. Like, Holy shit. What did I miss? You know? Um, and maybe it was this because I didn't fuck a lot of white bitches. I don't fuck a lot of white bitches, but sometimes Not a lot at all, really. But sometimes you want to hear a white bitch say, nigga dick. Why do you want to hear that? I don't know. But what made me think it was the funniest thing to try? See, just to, just to hear, just because of why I heard Chris Rock say it. I heard Chris Rock say it. About the only time it's acceptable for a white person to say the n-word is when she says fuck me harder nigger <laughs> i can't help it it's hilarious it's hilarious like have you have you ever had sex and really like was laughing have you ever had sex and really i remember one time i was in pi I forgot Shorty's name. What was Shorty's name? She was like the older chick. She might have been the oldest one of the uh, 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 of the bunch. A little more reserved, but once she got it popping, she was getting it popping. But anyways, I just remember like hitting her from the back. It just like saying to myself, like under my breath, like free drink, free drink, free drink, free drink. <laughs> and I don't know why, but to me, it was the funniest thing. It's, it's, it was so funny that it's almost shocking that I actually even stayed hard because I was dying out. Like to myself, it was the funniest thing ever. Now, granted, I probably shouldn't even drop this episode. I didn't look at that. I'm getting into it. Like, is it worth even saying this? I don't know. Like, because Chris Rock's comedy special right now sucks. <laughs> like, 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 I don't know. Maybe I should I shouldn't be saying this. Again, I'm high, I'm drunk. I don't know, but sometimes you want to hear that shit. I don't know. Blank, I don't know. I'm from America. I can't help it. This fucking nasty ass taboo of fucking 
superiority and inferiority. I I don't know. They put it in my DNA. They turned this shit into a fetish. Jesus fucking Christ. But the reason why I stopped this shit, one, is because it's like my nigga, like, again, guys, I'm 10 minutes into this shit. I love Chris Rock is one of my favorite. Honestly, it's, it's Bernie Mac and then it's probably Chris Rock for like my one and two in comedians. Hold on. Let me think about it for 10 seconds. Yeah, it's easy. Definitely him. And I love Dave Chappelle. But, yeah. Like, would I say that Dave Chappelle is a better comedian than Chris Rock? Yes. I'm never going to argue different. I'm probably never going to argue different. For me personally, Bernie Mac is number one. Chris Rock is number two. Probably, yeah, Dave Chappelle is number three. Uh... Probably Schultz. Yeah, I probably I probably would throw Schultz in Andrew Schultz for number four. Uh and and and, and number five, I don't know if it would be between Would it be Kevin Hart? I don't know if it'd be Kevin Hart. Probably Cat Williams. I want to say Patrice O'Neill, but if I'm being honest with you, the only thing I know from Trees from from Patrice while he was alive that I really, really, really can remember just like latching on to was the elephant in the room. And I, but I love the elephant in the room. Like that's one of my favorite, like the elephant in the room was fucking hilarious. Um, so yeah, it could be between it could. Yeah, it could be between, Patrice, Kevin Hart, and Cat Williams. Uh, damn, I don't. Whatever. Uh, I'm wow. I'm drunk. I'm really off the beaten path. It's an emergency pod because this Chris Rock special sucks, and the reason why I stopped it is because he's saying shit like this. There's no funny. He's damn near stumbling over his lines, and then he got to a repeat of a joke. Hold up. Time to- out on a black cruise ship right here well they ain't victims like white men (laughs) when did white men become victims white men actually think they lose in the country bro now i loved my first the whole oh fuck me harder nigger i don't know if that was from bigger and blacker or hold on, let me. Matter of fact, I'm just gonna Google it right quick. I don't know which comedy specials those were from. Let me see, Chris Rock, Chris Rock comedy specials because we had them bitches on tape growing up. Like that's where I first seen Chris Rock's comedy. Like I remember the bigger and blacker. VHS tape the shit had the the fucking cash money uh you know I forgot the style that they call it um 
what's the names like cover art and shit like that but where's it just go to his shit okay so we had in 99 there we go never scared so bigger and blacker in 99 never scared in 2004 those two were the chris rock comedy specials that i grew up on and well no he had something else before 2000 and oh uh Maybe it was no, no, it was definitely bigger, blacker, and never scared. Um, and then in 2008, he had Kill the Messenger. I loved Kill the Messenger, absolutely amazing. Um, but, anyways, in one of those first two, bigger and blacker in 98, uh, never scared in 2004, in one of those two, he had this same premise of white men oh we're losing the country the illegal the illegal aliens we're gonna losing it to who because (laughs) it ain't us and to think in 2003 he's (laughs) to who (laughs) are you kidding it ain't us when's the last time you got on a black cruise ship (laughs) or flew on a black airline get the fuck out of here we don't got no money no, Chris, you get the fuck out of here. We got some vodkas and a couple of... Re- maybe I'm hating right now. And that... I, I don't know what it is. Or I don't know. Maybe I'm stuck in this new generation of just wanting my gratification. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. This shit is not hitting. Come 15 this. minutes in, this shit's not hitting. White men actually think they lose... He's still doing the same thing. Now... Again... Some of my favorite comedians, Bernie Mac, he's no longer here. Uh, just watching the Boosie interview on on uh, Vlad the other day, he was like, man, thank God my boy Bernie Mac ain't here no more. They would, and as much, I miss Bernie Mac. Like, it's crazy. Like, I really, and it's not like an everyday, but just like when I think about it, like when I think about Bernie Mac, I miss Bernie Mac, bro. Like, he was really... Bernie Mac was so funny to me. He was so... Anybody that knows me growing up knows I love fucking Bernie Mac. Um, But in today's day and age, who knows how he would have fared. They would have been on my nigga's ass, for sure. Especially if he would have been doing nothing but elevating. And that's all I feel like Bernie Mac would have been doing if he was still here on this earth with us. It's nothing but elevating guess who showed that that was a fucking classic kiss my ass if you think different oh but i never really got to see any of my favorites grow you know what i'm saying just from when i got on them to present day and i bring that up because dave chappelle and the reason why i bring up dave chappelle and i'm saying this in regards to chris rock He's still using his same cadence, his same whatever, whatever, whatever. And maybe it's because we've seen him enough over the years in whatever instances or moments it was outside of his act on stage that how he's given it up, his classic, whatever, like just how he do it. I don't know. It's just not like. It don't trans for me right now. And that's crazy because like, 
especially in the time that we live like and maybe and that's kind of what i was thinking earlier like before i started this shit just from the moment i started to when i said holy shit let me do a pod about this i'm thinking to myself yo these jokes sound like they're too late bro like he finally gets on stage and he like I don't know if this is going to be the only joke about him addressing the uh, the fucking Will Smith thing. But if it is and he addressed it the way he addressed it, it was like, well, that was lackluster because we are on social media. And I remember Andrew Schultz saying one time, which I thought was a very great point of like, yo, social media right now is low key. I forgot exactly what he said, so I'll just say what I think he was saying, what I can remember him saying, but it was to this effect. Social media is like killing aspects of comedy because, or maybe it was like SNL. I think that's what it was in regards to SNL. Like by the time SNL gets on some shit, they're a week late. Just even a week late on the internet is, depending on what it is, can be it can be dead and gone by then. You know what I'm saying? Like the craziest moon, like just moon run to, to the heavens. You know what I'm saying? Shit's just like hyperbolic the way just memes or whatever it is on social media when it pops and then when it goes down. But he was just saying like jokes, like, all right, you guys see a joke, but you're going to make a spoof of it. So the joke happens on Sunday. You make a spoof on Friday. It airs on Friday. But by the time we see it on Friday, because it is the Internet and it's people all over the world just being able to share their ideas. Well, we've seen your idea, too. Like, it's going to be quite hard for you to be unique in comparison to everyone on the world that happens to be in tuned into the same thing you're going to be making content of bro if you got a different perspective from that you're a ill-ass motherfucker nine times out of ten you're not you're not it's just that's just what it is so they was just saying how shit don't hit that much and be and i say that to say about chris rock how he doing his say like bro he ain't look guys I I got on the Chris Rock with Bigger and Blacker. I might have seen Bring the Pain too. Let matter of fact, let me just click Never Scared to see if I recognize the cover art. They ain't got the cover art. What the fuck going on? Okay, whatever. Um, Bigger and Blacker. Again, I thought it said ninety eight. My fault. Ninety nine. Um, Never Scared. Two thousand and four. After that, Killed the Messenger, 2008. Still, it was great. It was great because, again, when he hit, it, 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 no internet, shit like that, and America, the first black president, uh, uh, first black president. I remember him. He was doing the show in South Africa, and I think it was D.C., and maybe like Harlem or some shit like that. Like that's how the 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 special was cut up in in in, in between three different locations. Guys, I know that just sounded crazy. How I was just saying, in in in, I'm drunk. I'm sorry again. His next special was ten years later, Tambourine, 2018. I remember 
thinking whatever. It was kind of lackluster. His next one right now, Selective Outrage, 2023. Like, even just the title, Selective Outrage, the shit he's saying, like the jokes he's been making, it's like, all right, whatever. Like, because we didn't seen it already. We didn't already been through the conversations already. Like, this is what you're doing a special on in 2023? You're not being like, I don't know, maybe forward thinking, throwing some predictions of what, like, I don't know. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. Let's get back to it. Who's in the country? Do you believe, did you see the Capitol riots? White men trying to overthrow the government that they run. Okay, man, I can appreciate that. He like, we mod- gotta get them. That was a modern bridge. That was a modern bridge. He had an old joke, took it to taking it to the. Okay, I can appreciate that. I'm out of office because I damn sure was thinking like that's what I'm saying, guys. Like as soon as I heard that premise of him saying, "Oh, white men think they losing the country," I immediately hit pause and said, "Holy shit." Because I'm thinking to myself as I'm watching this, like, because I'm just having the reaction. I'm like, yo, I should be on Twitch. I feel like act right now. Whoa. I I just couldn't believe it. Because I already had tweeted, like, yo, I'm in my feelings about this Chris Rock special. Damn. Ten minutes in. Like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, yo, like, my nigga sound like he's stumbling over words. Like, I'm mad. You know when you listen to a freestyle battle, or not a freestyle battle, but a rap battle, and the motherfuckers start like kind of stumbling over their words. Like any stumble, if it's not flawless, niggas is already just like all oh, chinking the armor. Like you just automatically like look at it different until they make you not look at it no more. But until they like not make you look at it no more, you're just looking at them different. Because of one stumble. And that's kind of how I was feeling about this. Like, yo, this shit. Like, what the? Like, I'm saying to myself watching this shit. Like, oh, shit. Tell me it ain't so. My nigga Chris Rock lost a step. That's what I'm saying to myself watching this shit. Before I made, before I started doing the pot. Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. My nigga. My nigga lost a step. And that shit live. <laughs> His live, my nigga live in Baltimore, and he lost his step. What's going on? Who us? <laughs> Did you see the Capitol riots? Like, what kind of white planet of the ape shit was that? <laughs> These motherfuckers are climbing up walls, and taking a shit on Pelosi's desk. What would make white men think they losing the country? What, what, what? What, because there's no more white couples in commercials? There's no black couples either. And that's a fact, and I'm glad he just said that, because I'll be honest with you. I don't know how the white community feel about the shit, but I'm going to be honest with you. And y'all know me again as a nigga that love fucking me Fucking on me some white bitches. Oh, my mama. I love fucking on white bitches. 
know that shit dangerous. I know that shit dangerous. But I love. I just seen on TikTok today, and it's funny. <laughs> I ain't. I ain't even gonna get into all that. But it was just a funny little, and I seen it on a couple of other videos. So I'm like, oh, this is like their little trend thing, and it was funny. I forgot the song. I forgot the beat. I forgot. I don't even know what the cartoon was, but it was just like uh, after my D1. It was like after my uh, after her uh, D1 uh, boyfriend breaks with her, her black D1 boyfriend breaks up with her. And it was like some fucking superhero. And he did it in like threes. Like he hit his hands and then it exploded right on the beat of a popular song. And it was like, I got assaulted. And I couldn't help but laugh. I couldn't help but laugh because one of the things I always think about and just laugh at is like, yo, like, again, I love fucking white bitches. But as a black man, that is like you playing with fire. Like you're playing with fire. Like as a black man fucking on white bitches, that's probably just as dangerous as being a man in general and fucking on another dude's and fucking on another dude's girl. Like if she cheating and them and, and her man catch you cheating who knows how the fuck that's gonna go like the spectrum of you making it out of that situation and you not i don't know if i want to say it's so large of all the different possibilities that could go or it's so small of like it's either you make it out you get your ass whooped or you get killed like <laughs> it ain't no talent, but on both, on either way you look at it, that's how the spectrum ends. You walk out the front door, or you, or 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 you leave this earth in a box. That's how dangerous that is. That's probably how dangerous it is as a black man fucking all white bitches. I say all that to say again. Every time you look on a commercial, it's a black woman with a white man. And kids that don't that ain't mixed. I, I I wish I could remember the movie, not even the movie, the TV show. I think the dude was. I think the 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 husband was accused of killing someone. Some crazy shit like that. I don't. I can't remember what it was. But the end of the the end of the season. The whoever it was that was accused of doing something, they tried to get away. They caught him on a bridge. They was about to jump off the bridge, try to commute, uh, commit suicide, but they didn't. They just let themselves get apprehended and taken into custody. And I think I remember kind of thinking like, oh, you a hoe. Like after all this, you said, fuck it. And you went to jail. You didn't jump off the bridge like you's a bitch nigga I, I wish i could remember what the show was but what i vividly remember was like yo here's a white man with a black woman their kids are clearly white and if they not clearly white they for damn sure clearly not black like is this what we're trying to get off as an interracial couple now these kids are calling this woman mom from the story it doesn't say if it is, it doesn't say if it doesn't, but from the story, it's easy to assume these children is this woman's birth mom. Like what? So I'm just saying, y'all, I get it. I get where Chris going with this one because I be seeing that shit like, damn, 
Y'all keep a white nigga in a commercial with a black woman. Just cheesing. Just grinning like I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? What? I don't know. Am I tripping? <sighs> Y'all tell me. Every commercial has a mixed race couple. Everything. Shit. I saw a commercial the other day. So a Japanese woman married to a caterpillar. <laughs> what? I gotta be tripping. It must be because I'm older now. This nigga just used of a, a jet. Let me see where he's going with it. The kids were squirrels. <laughs> By the way, speaking of commercials. The kids were squirrels. <clears throat> Interracial couples. Seen a Japanese woman with a caterpillar. The kids were squirrels. Well, 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 maybe to, like I just said, white woman, it was a white man. This woman was mixed with something, obviously, but it looked, but she was definitely mixed with black. That was for sure. Like she was definitely mixed with black. Again, these kids were white. Even if she was mixed with like Latina or some shit like that, like, well, maybe not because her hair was too curly. <sighs> Again, white man, this woman, white kids, like, how y'all even come up with that? Like, whatever. When did Snoop Dogg? I don't know what show it was. It was a good show though. Uh, become Morgan Freeman. <laughs> this nigga selling everything. Beer, wine, tampons. I saw a commercial the other day. Snoop was selling reverse mortgages. <laughs> Called them doggages. <laughs> what the fuck's a doggage? <laughs> I love Snoop. I love Snoop. Okay, so this, I'm not dissing Snoop. I, last thing I need is another mad rapper, right? Now, Oh God. It's like nothing about my nigga Chris. I don't know what's going on with me right now. I really don't. <sighs> Back to the when it's appropriate for white people to say the N-word. He was using a Dr. Dre song with Snoop. Pull up on a nigga and I I forgot what it was. I pull it. <laughs> a nigga <laughs> and I shoot him <laughs> that shit was so funny <laughs> it was so funny but I bust a cap and uh oh anyways whatever long story short west coast artist he used Dr. Dre back then I'm pretty sure it was Dr. Dre in a Snoop Dogg song he used a, a Snoop Dogg I don't, I don't know I'm drunk guys again Maybe no, that no, was no, a bar. No. Another mad rapper. Back Big Willie. Show. Big Everybody Willie style was a rapper. Just the two of us. One of my favorite songs growing up. Like, what was this girl? Young nigga Megan Rockle. Ah. Oh, seemed like a nice lady. <laughs> Just complaining. I was like, didn't she hit the light skin lottery? <laughs> hit the fucking light skin lottery and still going on complaining. Acting all dumb like she don't know nothing. 
gone on Oprah. I didn't know. I had no idea how racist they were. It's the royal family. You didn't Google these motherfuckers? <laughs> what the fuck is she talking about? She didn't know. The fuck? It's the royal family. They're the original racists. They invented colonialism. They're the OGs of racism. They're the Sugar Hill Gang of racism. <laughs> like the hip hop, the hibbit, the hibbit, the hip hip hop, and you don't stop of racism. <laughs> the fuck is she talking about? I didn't know. That's like marrying into the Budweiser family and going, they drink a lot. <laughs> the fuck is she talking about? This motherfucker's invested in slavery like it was Shark Tank. <laughs> the fuck? They're so racist. They're so racist. Some of that I need to get off my phone because if not, I'll get lost. And this shit suck. Let me... I, this isn't a stream, so I shouldn't do this. I, whatever. It's my pod, so I'll do it. That shit she went through was not racism. It was just some in-law shit. <laughs> Sometimes it's just some in-law shit. Cause she's complaining. I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? No, Oprah, they're so racist. They wanted to know how brown the baby was gonna be. They're so racist. They wanted to know how brown the baby's gonna be. I'm like, that's not racist. Cause even black people wanna know. <laughs> Shit. I guess. We check behind them ears. That's a scientific test. Because <laughs> you got to see what kind of black child you going to get. Is this a Steph Curry baby? Or a Draymond Green baby? <laughs> <laughs> life <laughs> no cap Draymond no black cap. baby that nigga dark he sneak up on you black where you at Draymond right here hey hey put a bell on nigga put a bell that's like twice that, they, that I really got a good a good laugh out of this nigga this is Chris Rock I'm sad <laughs> what she going through. I know what Meghan Markle's going through. I, I know her dilemma. Black girl trying to be accepted by her white in-laws. Oh, it's hard. Black girl trying to be accepted by her white in-laws. It's so hard. It's very hard. But it ain't as hard as a white girl trying to be accepted by her black in-laws. <laughs> now that shit is really hard. Talk about it. Look. First off, it don't matter. It probably wouldn't even matter which race it was. <clears throat> I had older sisters growing up. <laughs> I lived with my older sisters, all three of them at one point. What was it? No, just just two of them. Just one. Yeah, all three of them, but never all three of them together. Now I think about it. 
Well, actually, yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was, actually. <laughs> yes, it was, actually. Now I think about it. I lived with all three of my older sisters at one point. Tori, Charday, and Tanisha. But I remember one time that my, my, my high school sweetheart had came over. The chick I was dating in high school. She came over. It was cool. All this and that. You know, I got to ask Brent. Is it cool? It's cool. So and so comes over. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Fish out. My oldest sister was there. Fucking Charlotte. <laughs> and Charlotte was just being so mean to my girlfriend. She was a white girl. <laughs> she was a white girl. And I just remember, think like, <laughs> that was mad late. I don't know. That's how drunk I am. That's how you know I shouldn't drive. <laughs> but I just remember thinking like, God, Charlie, like, chill, man. Jeez. Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this right now? Like, Oh my, come on. I remember, like, I just understand, I understand what he's saying right now. Like, I remember my one, my, uh, my other chick, my other girl that I had dated, uh, when I got out of high school. And I didn't even remember this until I was, I was kicking it with her not too long ago. I was back home. Uh, and she was like, yeah, I remember that time, uh, you took me to your family's house for Thanksgiving. I was like, oh shit, I did, didn't I? I did go down there because I think I brought it up because it was actually back home when I was at when I was back home for Christmas, and she was like, and I was like, yeah, I'm probably going down to my aunt's house, and she was like, oh, the one that, and I was like, oh shit, that's right, you did go down there with me that time, didn't you? Um, and, and I just and I and, and looking back at it, I I just remember like when my when i was introducing her to everyone and this and that and like my aunt said like i don't know she had said something and i just remember her voice being so high pitched <laughs> so high pitched and i just thought to myself like i remember in that moment thinking like oh shit like she's mad nervous or i remember thinking to myself whatever my aunt just knowing what my aunts were probably thinking of, like, who this be like? Why is she talking like, like? <laughs> so I get it. I get it. And low key, low, I ain't gonna, not really. I ain't gonna say that, not really. Like I've said before, as much as I love fucking on white bitches and all this and that, you know how they say, oh, black men, you're just fetishized. It's just people fetishize you and all this and that. Whatever. Let them fetishize because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I'm fed, like, because I don't know it. Like, I fetishize white hoes, but at the same time, I, I know white hoes too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up around white people, so I know. I, 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 I know white folk, you know what I'm saying? So I'm familiar with white folk, you know, but I didn't grow up around Asians. I didn't grow up around and not to say I didn't grow up around like I knew Asian people growing up. I knew Spanish people growing up, but not to the fact, not to the point of where I would like be familiar with their culture and shit like that and whatever else. So other than that, yeah, I guess you could say it is a fetishization. Like, I see the ones that I like, and I'm like, damn, y'all look good, and I've never been with y'all before. Like, I don't know what our chemistry or whatever that might be like. So, yeah, I'm on you. I'm on you. Uh, but I say all that to say, 
outside of the one woman that I know for sure I want to marry in life. She's not a black woman. I do apologize, black women, but she's not a white woman either. She is, quote-unquote, Afro-Latina. Um, she's Dominican. She's, oh, God, prettiest woman I've ever seen in my life. Beautifulest woman I've ever seen in my life. This is the emergency pod. I haven't even dropped a pod that I just did yesterday, and I literally brought this woman up again yesterday in another topic that I had. Outside of this woman, I know I want to marry a black woman. I want a black woman. I want a black woman that know me. I want a black woman to push out my black ass baby that look just like me or look just like her, whatever the case. But also they just understand me, understand my family, like whatever the case, we can relate to certain shit. I don't bring a white woman to my family. Like, I don't know. It's just I ain't saying it, it can't happen. I ain't saying that it won't happen, but well, maybe I shouldn't say won't because I don't think that's what I want. But if a damn show could happen, like I'm definitely not opposed to marrying a white woman and having a mixed kid. Like I ain't tripping off that. I want a woman to love me. I love her and whoever it is. That's who it is. But yes, I do hope that whatever it is that I have, I hope it is with a black woman for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, well, now I for, kind of forgot where I was going with that. So back to Chris Rock. If you bring a white girl home for Thanksgiving. That part is hard. <laughs> your mama going to say something. On this, my grandma, she used to always get on me. My uh, dad's mom asked me if I got a girlfriend. She asked me if she, uh, if she pink toe. But you got a little pink toe. That's a white. <laughs> as a black woman or the black community. Prior to the 91 generation, that was that was their thing. What's she, a pink toe? A little pink toe. <laughs> and she used to always be on me about that. And if I said that she was, she would always look at me a certain way a little bit. Just give me a little side eye or something. So I used to always have to. So I laughed, always just wondering what it looked like when my dad uh, got married to his current wife, which is a white woman, and what my grandma's face was and all this and that. When he said that he was dating her, and then when he said he was going to marry her. Just always kind of wondering. And mama's like, why is there a social worker at the table? <laughs> <laughs> like, mama, that's Jackie. We've been married nine years. You got three grandchildren. Stop being so mean. You know I'm playing, right, Jackie? Just give me time, give me time. Nah, nah, nah. Make it Marco! I know the dilemma. Black girl trying to be accepted by her white in-laws. Black girl trying to be accepted by her white in-laws. I'm like, hey, if you black and you want to... But my nigga is still doing good. Uh, he's He is covering the stage. He hasn't went too far uh, wide left, hasn't went too far right. He did used to do that back in the day, a little bit younger. Maybe it went into his bit, but he isn't just, you know, his delivery is different. Dave Chappelle, he can kind of stand in one spot and this and that. He might give you a whole fucking special on the stool. 
Chris Rock ain't doing that, and I can't appreciate his movement right now. To be accepted by your white in-laws, then you need to marry a Kardashian. Because they accept everybody. That's right, Chris Jenner. Like, was that funny? This is real, guys. So, like, I'm not a hard person to make laugh, especially if it's supposed to be Chris Rock. But again, maybe I've just, like, I've talked myself in mental gymnastic my way into just kind of, like, already fronting on this special um, but like, really, the Kardashian, like, oh, is like the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Give me your tides, your poor, your hollowed masses. Chris Jenner lets everybody in. That's right. She like a black grandma. She just want to fix you up a plate, that Chris Jenner. She don't give a fuck. She let everybody in. She's like bipolar rapper. Bring your ass in here. Come in here, you genius bipolar motherfucker. <laughs> Crackhead basketball player, bring your ass in here. I don't like that. One time for my nigga, L.O. <laughs> Let me fix you up a plate, you old crackhead. Daddy got titties, bring your ass in here. <laughs> Help me with these plates. <laughs> the Kardashians are inclusive. And they love black people more than black people love black people. Is that Shit, true? the father freed OJ. Is that true? <laughs> oh, you forgot that little nugget of black history. <laughs> he, was a, he was a valuable member of the dream team. That's right. He, was, he wasn't Johnny Cochran. He was the Clay Thompson of that team. There you go. That's right. Talk about it. That's right. Robert Kardashian helped to free O.J. Simpson, a black football playing murderer. <laughs> Woo! O.J. Simpson killed. Bro, he talked about O.J. back in the day, too, though. Like, what the fuck is Chris Rock doing right now, bro? Like, what is this? He's trying to do a remix of his old, like, he's trying to do, like, her greatest hits and... What the fuck is going on? Two white people and got away with it. That's another kind of black excellence. <laughs> That's way before Wakanda. <laughs> yes, Robert Kardashian helped to free OJ Simpson. That's right. And from that day on, from the day on that he helped to free O.J. Simpson, from the time O.J. Simpson left that court, from that day on, Robert Kardashian was cursed. That's right. The judge said, not guilty. O.J. left the court, got in his Bronco, drove away. And soon as O.J. drove away, God appeared. And God walked up to Robert Kardashian and God said, Robert Kardashian, for the sin of helping to free O.J. Simpson, a black football playing murderer, from this day forth, 
for the rest of eternity till the end of time your daughters will fuck nothing but niggas <laughs> yeah I've definitely just made it up in my mind right now that I'm gonna hate what was that wow guys wow guys wow guys emergency pod <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Nothing but niggas. Ooh. Didn't see that one coming. Not in 2023. And not just any niggas. Crazy niggas. <laughs> the craziest niggas ever learned. <laughs> Yeah, we going there tonight. That's what we doing. You can't tell none of these jokes at work, motherfucker. That's what we doing. No. You're. Ooh, I love the Kardashians. Edgy, I love edgy. the Kardashians. They're they're a very tight knit family. I, you know what I love about the Kardashians? I love how quickly they accepted Caitlyn. I thought that was beautiful. I thought it was beautiful. That's right. No muss, no fuss. She's with us. I thought it was beautiful. I would love to believe that if my father became a woman, that we would accept the situation as fast as the Kardashians. And, and I'm sure we would. I'm, I'm sure we would. It wouldn't be the first season. <laughs> you know, we need a few episodes <laughs> to make this shit happen. No, 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 no. I, honestly, here's the deal. I, if my father became a woman, I would accept it right away. I would accept it right away. You know what, because I'm an artist. And I've worked with all sorts of people. I got nothing against anybody trans. I'm sure there's trans people here tonight. I got no beef with anybody, except everyone, right? That's right, if my father became a woman, I would accept it. I mean, to be perfectly honest, to be perfectly honest, in some situations, where the fuck are the jokes, bro? I actually prefer trans women to original recipe. <laughs> you know, like when you're watching a game, they can read defenses. <laughs> That's a cover two. Ooh, thanks, Peaches. This shit sucks. Like my nigga Chris Rock is not funny. <laughs> what are we talking about? Playing football? Reader cover two, thanks peaches. <laughs> Dancing no, on strings like that joke really was hitting? <laughs> it's not no, that no, funny. No. Again, if my father became a woman, I would accept it because I'm an artist. I would accept it immediately. Now, my brothers drive trucks. So their reaction might be a little different than mine. Especially my, old, my, my, my older brother, Andre. He, you know, drives 18-wheelers or Raiders. See, that was one of my points right there. Fans. Why am I burping so much? 
So their reaction might be a little different than mine. Right here. Especially my old, my, my, my. Especially my, 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 my. Bro, like, it's not flawless. Older brother, Andre, he, you know, drives 18 wheelers, a Raiders fan, one of them er niggas, you know, just like. If my father became a woman, Andre would have a problem with it. That would be a very testy Christmas, to say the least. And my brother Andre would be like, man, fuck that shit, man. The fuck, you got the heels on? The fuck you doing with the heels on? You don't got to wear a motherfucking heel. Why you got the wig? What that got to do with nothing? What the hair got to do with nothing? Now I ain't shaking your hand. I want none of that trans to rub off on me. My kids here, nigga, my kids. And then... I would have to step in and be the voice reason. I would have to check my brother. I would have to walk up to him and go, hey, 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 nigga. She's your daddy. <laughs> okay, I guess I could have gave that a laugh. Ha, ha, we got to love everybody, man. We got to love all. America, America is in bad shape right now, man. America's in horrible shape. We got it worse than Ukraine. Yeah, I said it. You know why? Because Ukraine. Should I front on that? Yeah, I said it. It's a callback to some of his older material. Maybe that's intentional. Is it intentional because he. Hasn't thought of anything else. Is it intentional because that's just a callback? Or man, I'm looking way too much into this right now. I ain't even gonna cap. Is united, and America is clearly divided. Okay, we are clearly divided. Our shit is so screwed up right now. If the Russians came here right now, half the country would go. Let's hear them out. Possible. <laughs> we in a bad place, man. Republicans lie. Republicans lie. Biggest lies in the world. Republicans lie, and Democrats leave out key pieces of the truth <laughs> that would lead to a more nuanced argument. The whole country is fucked up. School shootings every week. Fucking opioid epidemic. Abortion is illegal in most of the country. In most of the country, abortion is illegal. A lot of people say, Chris, you shouldn't talk about abortion. It's a woman's issue. I'm saying to myself right now, where are you going with it? Where are you going with it? Like, and this is what I'm saying of just like, damn, this is what Chris Rock given us in 2023. I wish this is what, and maybe I need to go back to tambourine because I was just about to say, this is what, he should have gave us in 2018 and he dropped something in 2018 but i feel like in how i look at chris and where i hold chris it was very lackluster because i don't necessarily remember it like i remember kill the messenger i definitely remember bigger and blacker and i'm pretty sure i remember never scared i don't know and and yeah i'm pretty sure i remember never scared i really need to look at i need to watch never scared again uh, matter of fact, now that I think about it, hold one second. I actually have one of his, and it's under TV shows. Which one is it? That's the weird part. I don't know why it's under TV shows. Bigger and Blacker. 
Yes, bigger. I I have that. I have that in my iTunes right now. Again, this shit was fucking hilarious. Um. So yeah, you know, it's like I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with that. I'm drunk. Anyways, back to Chris Rock. Say, Chris, you shouldn't talk about abortion. It's a woman's issue. And I'm like, hey, I've paid for more abortions than any woman in this room. (laughs) See, when I go to the clinic, I say, give me the usual. (laughs) When I go in, they, they give me a punch card. Here you go. Two more and I get a free smoothie. (laughs) Mango. That's funny because the only time I've ever had a punch card was when I used to go get weed at Hollywood High Grade on Santa Monica. Uh, If you're in L.A., last I remember, they used to have pretty good bud. Um, I haven't, wow, I haven't bought weed in so fucking long. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was the last time that I had a punch card and every 10 times you go, I think on the 10th time you, you might get a free eighth free, I don't know, maybe a free like pre-roll or some bullshit like that. I don't know, but yeah, shout out to punch card. Pro-life, pro-choice. Punch card mafia. Pro-life, pro-choice. What are you? What are you? I have two beautiful daughters. I have two beautiful daughters, right? And so there's a part of me, there's a part of me that's pro-life, okay? Because I'm definitely pro their lives, okay? So there's a part of me that's pro-life. But since I love my daughters unconditionally, I love them not just as little girls, I love them as grown women. I want my daughters to live in a world where they have complete control of their bodies, okay? Okay? And because of that, I am pro-choice. I'm absolutely pro-choice, okay? I believe women should have the right to kill babies. That's right. I'm on your side. I believe you should have the right to kill as many babies as you want. (laughs) Kill them all. I don't give a fuck. But let's not get it twisted. It is killing a baby. Because whenever I pay for an abortion, I request a dead baby. Sometimes I call up the doctor like a hitman. That termination fee. Is it done? What is it going to cost? <laughs> what is it going to cost? <laughs> what is it going to cost, my nigga? What is it going to cost to send over that? What is it going to cost, my nigga, to send over that termination fee? What's the termination fee? Oh, 400 Oh, for sure. All right. <laughs> Give me a week. You got a week, right? What we? Three weeks in? What we got? Nine? Twelve? Okay. All right. All right. Give me next week. I said the termination fee over. <laughs> ah! And people argue. First trimester, second trimester, first trimester, second trimester. 
I think women should have the right to kill a baby until he's four years old. That's <laughs> 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 right, fuck trimester, <laughs> semester. You're <laughs> stupid. I think you should be able to kill a baby till you get that first report card. <laughs> Whoa! He ain't never getting a scholarship. <laughs> okay, you can finish watching Stranger Things. But when it's over, we going to the clinic. <laughs> Hurry up, I'm trying to get... He should have said... He should have said... <laughs> Look at me. Try to tell try to tell a fucking legendary comedian what to say. He should have said, Oh, you can finish watching Strangers things, but after you finish that, I'ma strangle things. The smoothie. Pro life, pro choice, I'm pro choice, I'm pro choice, I'm pro right choice, I'm pro good choice, I'm pro practical choice. Like ladies. Ladies, listen to me. If you have to pay for your own abortion, you should get an abortion. Good point. That's a solid point. Stop letting broke dicks come inside of you. This has been a public service announcement. <laughs> I'm on your side. I'm on your side. That's what it was. 2018. Because of the things that I remember Chris Rock of growing up, and the reason why earlier when I was bringing up the girl that blocked me on Twitter and she was saying that we always knew that Chris Rock was a coon. And like I said earlier, I always seen... Chris Rock as a nigga that was getting off of Nick. The shit that he's saying now, it would have been cool if we heard it before now. Like everything now is the conversation. What's going to be the conversation in 25? You're fucking Chris Rock. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know, bro. Throw some shit at the wall. Make it funny. See if it sticks. But be that guy. It's 2023. Selective outrage. Like, yeah, I guess, but I guess. We're trying to, everybody care about abortion, trying to save these bad ass kids. <laughs> you know, whenever there's a, some kid goes crazy out of school, they always say, no child. No child is born racist. No child is born hating. You have to teach a child to hate. All children are good. All children are born pure. Kids. You know, only people without kids say dumb shit like that. <laughs> kids are the meanest motherfuckers on the face of the earth. Talk about it. I remember when I was in the military. I was in Valdosta. I was at the subway on Bemis. Right beside the, I want to say, Domino's Pizza. If you know about the 229, you probably know what I'm talking about. I'm in the subway about to get a sandwich. If you know me, you know me. Big lips on deck. Standing behind our family. It was his dad. It was a dad. 
and maybe two or three children. None of them was older than nine. The main character in the story was probably three or four. Motherfucker turns around, looks at me, looks at his dad, and says, wow. I'm paraphrasing now. He says, wow. He's got huge lips. Whole family looks back at my black. (laughs) Whole family looks back at my black ass. (laughs) And there I am. Big lip to the motherfucker. (laughs) I want to smack the shit out of that little kid. I mean, just kicked. I mean, straight three hundred Sparta, kick. Just kick him square in his fucking dome piece. Gonna play me like that in public? I don't know you. You don't know me. What the fuck you think going on, little bitch? <laughs> so yes, kids, they some hateful ass niggas. The most racist, sexist, homophobic, fatophobic will say anything to your face, motherfuckers. On. Okay? You realize human beings, we have the worst offspring of any animal. We're the only animal in the whole animal kingdom that has to raise its kids for 18 years. 18 years. Every other animal is like two or three days. Like birds are like, I hope you can fly. <laughs> 18 years and they still bad. And they still fuck up. No, kids are born good. Shut the fuck up, man. My oldest daughter, Lola, used to bite kids. Bite them. That's right. You'd be at a birthday party. Happy birthday to... You look around, Lola done bit somebody. Now let me ask you something. Do you think me and her mother taught her to bite? Do you think me and her mother sharpened her teeth? (laughs) Do you think we bought her mannequins to practice on? No, that's just who the fuck she is. That's just her nature. She came out the womb like Wolverine. I love my kids. I love my kids, but I don't like them. I don't like my kids. What, you know one reason I don't like my kids? Because my kids are rich. My kids are rich and spoiled. I know some people are like, Chris, you rich. Yeah. I'll be honest, man. I think what it really is, I want, and that's what I'm saying. Because I love comedy, but I don't follow it like that. So it's like I, I catch the specials that I catch. If I like them, I like them. I go back, whatever it like. Kevin Hart is the biggest comedian I've ever known. Do I watch Kevin Hart stand-ups? Fuck no. The last Kevin Hart stand-up that I've watched, I tried to watch one the other night because for whatever reason, I was watching some comedy shit and somebody said something about uh, Kevin Hart. Maybe I was watching something else and I just thought, let me check out a Kevin Hart special because I haven't seen one in a while. And... I didn't, I don't, I didn't make it through. I didn't even make it through it. I went to sleep. I turned it off, whatever. I didn't make it through it. 
But I remember seeing the What's the Name live, which was great, which is probably, I don't know if it's because I seen it live or maybe it's just because it's one of his best comedy specials. But when he first was, all right, all right, all right, that comedy special, hilarious. When I was in Houston, I seen it live. One time for my mama. Um, so I say it again. People's delivery, their cadence. And maybe I'm looking at comedy in a rap lens right now. Of like, damn, bro, like, I remember you doing this flow, this cadence, this delivery. When I first heard you in 99, 2000, whatever it was. And now it's 2023 and you're still doing the same shit. Now, granted, kind of like to Nas, my whole entire life, I've always looked at Nas as like, whatever, like, all right, Nas is Nas. I'm going to say Nas is Nas because everyone says that Nas is supposed to be looked at as he's Nas. So, all right, I'm going to do it too because I don't know and whatever. Because, again, I was born in 91, so I'm not looking at Nas like that. So it's crazy to me. That my whole entire life, I've looked at him like that. But then he linked up with Hit Boy. And granted, again, I've always liked Nas. Like, whatever songs I've heard of Nas, went to look for, if I liked them, I liked them. Like, versus, like, I didn't, I think the first time I heard Nas was maybe Uchiwali or his verse on the Hot Boys remix. And I fucked with Uchiwali, and I definitely fucked with his verse on the Hot Boy remix. But other than that, like, I didn't even know who the nigga was. I just liked the nigga that was doing the song or that was on the song. So to fast forward to KD1, definitely fuck with KD1. Like, okay, Nas getting his hove on. Like, he an old nigga still rapping good. And he rapping good. He got with Hit Boy. I fuck with Hit Boy. KD2, all right? He going crazy. Like, KD2 is hard. Like, he doing his thing. Shout out Nas. Then Magic drops. I loved Magic. Like, I, me personally, I associate Magic with Ventura, California. The 101 Highway. That's like, that's what I associate Magic with. Like, when I think of Magic, I'm always also going to think of Ventura, California. The 101 Highway. Slide through Thousand Oaks, slide through Agore, slide through Oxford, slide through Camarillo. Like, that's just what it's going to be for me always. Because he randomly dropped that album on Christmas. I was in Los Angeles on Christmas. I decided to take a drive on Christmas because I love just driving. Um hit Ventor, check that album out on the way up there and I'm just like, yo, this nigga Nas is going crazy. Like, this Magic album is too hard. This shit too hard. And then he dropped KD3. KD3, too hard. So I say all that to say 20 years later, Nas, to my to my knowledge, he's still doing the same old shit. Like, only thing different is he got with Hit Boy. That's the only thing different. Everyone's always said one of Nas's chinks in his armor is he doesn't have good production. I wouldn't fucking know because I never listened to Nas. But 
nigga, Heat Boy be uh, Hit Boy be bringing them the heat. So, yeah, in 2023, I can easily say, oh yeah. However, niggas always said that Nas should be looked at. He should be at this place on the totem pole. He should have this amount of respect when you speak on his name. Yes, I. Before I would just agree to agree. Now I feel you. I feel you. So this could be the same with Chris Rock. But in my opinion right now, I kind of wish my nigga would uh, switch his flow up a little bit. Rich. But I identify as poor. That's right. But my pronoun is broke. That's right, man. And my kids are spoiled. My kids are fucking spoiled. And I did it. Me and their mother, but I fucking did it. A lot of people, a lot of black people get a little money and they're like, I want my kids to know how it is in the hood. Not me. I want the exact opposite. I want my kids to know shit about the hood. I want them to be lost every time they're in the hood, okay? My kids went to the best schools on earth, okay? My kids speak multiple languages, okay? Sometimes they curse me out. I don't even know what they talking about. My kids ski, they ride horses, they fence. I got fencing black girls with Afro puffs talking about touche, nigga. That's right, you can't fuck with the rock girls, boy. Them rock girls is fucking spoiled. I remember my youngest, Zara, when she was in uh, kindergarten, one day the teacher said, today we're going to learn about the four seasons. And Zara said, that's my favorite hotel. (laughs) Yeah, you ain't never seen black girls like this. Now my kids are fucking spoiled. That's right, and I did it, man. When they was little kids, and I that's what I'm saying. Like maybe I'm nitpicking. Maybe I'm nitpicking right now, but it's like, bro, we have social media. We have Instagram. It's one of the biggest flexes ever, nigga. We've seen rat rich black kids. Like, for goodness sakes, nigga, we seen little Romeo. We seen fucking Angela and JoJo Simmons and Russi and all them. Like what? Nigga, we seen Bronny and Bryce James. Like, I don't know, but nigga, we seen them. Like, what do you think LeBron's youngest daughter, like his youngest, his daughter? She doesn't even look like she's in kindergarten. Maybe she is in kindergarten or first grade by now, but still, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe I'm tripping right now or like, and I don't, and I know I'm, Saying it sucks, I'm being disrespectful for real. But it's like, bro, like, the fuck is my nigga? Like, he just feel out of touch right now, for real, for real. Disney all the time, right? But I ain't take them like normal people. No. That's right. We went on the Illuminati package. <laughs> That's right. We wasn't out there waiting to meet the characters like everybody else. We backstage chilling with the characters. That's right. I smoked a joint with Goofy. Fucking Minnie gave me a lap dance. Cap. Rub that big rat ass on me. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! 
That's right, man. My kids had it good. Had much better than me. Because when I was a kid, we went to Disney. That's right. Me, my mother, my brothers, we went to You know, the only podcast I really ever listen to now, for real, for real, is the Joe Budden podcast. Ever since I got Patreon, it's like, okay, this is enough podcast for me to listen to throughout a week. That and the Brilliant Idiots, whenever it decides to come out. I listen to Joe Budden on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Monday. Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. That's more than enough podcasts when I'm on my phone listening to content or not music. Like, in that, because normally on a drive, that's more than enough for me, you know? Uh, But I used to always listen to Flagrant 2 all the time. Like, I love Flagrant 2 because I love Brilliant Idiots. And that's where I first got on Andrew Schultz. Brilliant Brilliant Idiots by way of... uh, uh guy code on mtv back in the day i don't listen to brilliant idiots that much just like i don't listen to jalen jacoby that much anymore actually at all really anymore and that was the first podcast i ever started listening to by accident on youtube looking for content about kanye uh and they had content about kanye and i started watching them and yeah from that clip alone, and then, yeah, they were the first podcast I ever started listening to. Um, So I say all that to say, I, I actually can't wait for Tuesday to listen to Flagrant in hopes that they speak on this Chris Rock special because I just wonder what their takes is going to be. Because as a nigga that really does love Chris Rock, I'm watching this and I'm thinking to myself, damn. Disney as poor people on a church trip. (laughs) Sad already, ain't it? On a church The one or two times that I have been to uh, Florida or at least Disney World, I think it was the one time I've been to Florida twice. Uh, or have I been to Florida more than twice? Yes, I've definitely been to Florida more than twice. Now that I think about it. Uh, just pull up on, uh, on my niggas out in Destin. But the in my childhood, going to Florida, I can't remember if I went once or twice, but definitely remember going once. Uh, went to Orlando. Did go to Disney World. It was a church trip, which is why when we were at the Embassy Suite in Orlando and the hotel was, you know, engineered in a way of like when you walk in the hotel, you look up and however many floors it is, you can see the top. Like if you know what that type of structure will look like, you understand what I'm saying. It was the first time I ever seen a hotel like that. That was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, my niggas was my my brother. <coughs> excuse me. My brother and my cousin Chris. Niggas was playing Ding Dong Ditch or whatever the fuck. Uh on the floor. And I walked over there to him. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'm just kind of catching up with the niggas. 
And uh, my cousin gave me his little uh, lighter, not his lighter, his laser. And I'm pointing it down there at people. I'm just like lost in that shit. Them niggas knock on, on somebody's door and take off. I have no idea this is going on behind me. I'm focused on being on like the 14th floor and just pointing this laser down on people in the lobby or eating food or just kicking it like just at the bottom floor that's with everybody that's just in the bottom floor <laughs> and anyways dude comes out the door rushes me i don't know what the fuck is going on this nigga grabs me choke damn near chokes me up uh i'm trying to get this nigga off me he like yo touch me one more time i'm gonna throw you over this shit <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! I took him serious. I ain't touching nigga no more. <laughs> but he damn sure had me yoked up. <laughs> nigga had me yoked up. Uh, and then uh, my brother and my cousin finally run, uh, run back over and like, yo, like, yo, please just like, just let him go and this and that or whatever the case. <laughs> nigga let me go and kept it moving. <laughs> and I never told anyone. Like the only people that ever knew about that was just me, my brother, and my cousin. <laughs> And, I mean, maybe if they told somebody, but I ain't tell nobody. And, but I remember thinking, like, I want to tell my dad, but I don't want to, like, I don't want to fuck this trip up or whatever. Like, I just knew, like, I just, like, I actually, I didn't want to tell anybody. Like, I wasn't going to tell anyone. Like, I just wasn't. Like, I wasn't even tripping. Like, all right, we got out of it. Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> but looking back on it, it's like I totally like could have told my dad and all this and that and it just would have been like whatever it would have been i don't know what it would have been but it would have been whatever it would have been but i ain't tell nobody and then i probably told my dad this like way later on in, in adulthood and shit like that um but yeah all that to say <laughs> a church trip to disney world that's funny because the one time i did go to disney world it was a church trip and crazy enough small world I'm waiting in line in a ride. You know how that how how lines are just, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, whatever the case may be. I'm sitting on the rail. So I'm like way in front of this person because the person that I'm about to say is literally standing right behind me. So obviously a good 20 or 25 people are in front of me. I mean, in front of them because I'm above them on the rail. I turn around. This is probably my sixth grade year. I'm probably in sixth grade when this happens. Maybe seventh grade. I think sixth grade, though. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to sixth grade. It's the summer of me going to sixth grade. And uh, I turn around, sitting on the rail. I turn around, and who's right there? The guidance can my, my guidance counselor for, for my elementary school. I just got out of fifth grade. And my guidance counselor, I think her name was Miss Richardson, is right there, but is literally standing right behind me while we're all while we're waiting on this ride. Crazy, small world. Uh, but yeah, back to Chris Rock. Trip, <laughs> New York to Orlando <laughs> in August on a bus. With no AC. <laughs> again, New York it to Orlando. It was so hot, again. I well, thought we were going Orlando. to see the devil. Rono to Orlando for me. Still, <laughs> Took us 14 two days hours. to get there. Because the <laughs> driver was selling weed on the way. <laughs> Took us 14, it was 14 hours to get there. And when we finally got there, we wasn't really there. 
because Disney's in Orlando and our hotel was in Alabama. <laughs> See, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's a cool joke, I guess, because it's so outrageous. But it's like back to a Japanese woman with a caterpillar and their kids was a squirrel. Bro, why couldn't you have just said Tallahassee? Why couldn't you have just said Jacksonville? Why couldn't you have just said Destin, Fort Walton Beach? Like, Alabama? Now, now I will say, granted, when I used to pull up on my niggas in Destin, I was in Valdosta, Eastern Standard Time Zone. When I would get to Destin, that's when we would be in the Central Time Zone. And it was the panhandle of Florida, which was pretty close to Alabama. But it's like, maybe that was real, but I don't know. It's like in 2023, bro, that's what you're saying? Alabama? That would have, your point still would have been made. If you you could have said anywhere in Florida, bro. Florida's huge. Orlando is literally in a, in in the middle of Florida. Even from fucking Valdosta, that was like a four hour drive. Valdosta is in Georgia. <laughs> Excuse me, like fucking 30, 40 minutes from the Florida state line, Florida Georgia state line. I got a ticket one time going to go get some pussy, fucking on a white wife in Tallahassee. I was running a little late, speeding. Nigga gave me a super a super speeding ticket. I was going 85 in a fucking 55. I ain't know about what a super speeding ticket was until something happened. And I was like, yo, I already paid for this ticket. And they was like, no, it's two separate tickets. So I got a speeding ticket. For just speeding. And then I got a ticket for also going however fast I was going 20 miles twenty miles per hour over the speed limit. And I got a super speeding ticket. So long story short, going to Florida to get some pussy one time cost me like $400. And the bitch was, ended up being on her period. Crazy shit. Uh, but yeah, nigga could have said Tallahassee, anything. Jacksonville, whatever. Anything. Alabama. Come on, Chris. Like, come on the fuck on, bro. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It's like it's 2023 and that and just like the theatrics and the dramatics that he would say in that joke from Orlando to Alabama. Like, why? What the fuck would you be staying in Alabama for when you're going to Orlando? Like. If you're broke and it's a church trip and that's like the setup of your joke, it that just it doesn't even make logical sense. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm asking for like just smarter jokes. So like come I don't know. I don't know what, but it's just like what? Come on, bro. And I say that to say because it's like Again, back to the same delivery, same cadence, same flow. 
Like, I know you're Chris Rock and you're going to do what Chris Rock does, but maybe it's because I hold, to me personally, I hold Chris Rock in such a high regard that it's like, nigga, when you coming out with some new shit and you this much older and you've seen the world and you have this perspective of the world and whatever, it's like, Alabama, bro, come on. And we get, we stand in some nasty motel and had a bed that vibrates if you put a quarter in it. We little kids, we don't know this is a nasty cummed up mattress. <laughs> and we begging my mother, mommy, can you put another quarter in? <laughs> and my mother's like, I'm gonna put a quarter in, but this counts as a ride. <laughs> God damn. Best time of my life. Now my kids, my kids, yes, they're spoiled. Yes, they are spoiled, but they get in trouble just like any other kids. So about three years ago, my, my oldest, Lola, was a senior in high school, right? And they went on a class trip. It was time for a class trip. Now, fancy school has a fancy trip. So their class trip was to Portugal. Okay, that is pretty lit. Fancy school, fancy trip. Niggas going to Portugal. Where the fuck did we go at Northside? Fucking Thomas Jefferson's fucking plantation. Monticello. That's where they took us in middle school or elementary school. One of the two. Maybe one of the three. I don't know. They took us to a slave plantation. Down in Bedford, Lynchburg, wherever the fuck it was at. I don't know. Maybe we go to Richmond. Now, but I will say, I did go to New York off a of band. Did go to Tennessee off a of band. So, Portugal? For sure. Portugal. Ain't that some shit? Portugal. I, when I was a kid, we went to the Bronx Zoo. Mill Mountain. Watch a gorilla Big jerk off. 41 time for that nine. And then had to write a report about it. He held it tightly. So Lola goes on the class trip and she's in Portugal doing whatever Portuguese shit they do. And one day Lola and four of her little white girlfriends decide that they're bored and they're going to leave the class. They're going to sneak away, go to a bar and get drunk. And then they tried to sneak back in. But of course, they got busted. Of course, they got busted now. Of course, they got now busted. I remember one time for my nigga Blizz Trees, my nigga Keith Carter. Shout out my nigga Keith Carter. I just remember him growing up. Keith Carter was just a cool-ass nigga. Everybody knew Keith Carter. And for whatever reason... Keith Carter, I just remember Keith Carter just, like, taking a liking to me. Like, I remember when I got to middle school and Keith Carter just took a liking to me. And I just remember thinking, like, damn, that's cool. Like, Keith Carter fucks with me. <laughs> and Keith Carter was that nigga in middle school. Uh, but I bring that up to say I remember in high school him and I forgot what Shorty's name was. God rest her soul because she did pass away. Am I wrong in that? Did Shorty? 
that's crazy that I'm saying like I might be putting that on somebody's jacket that isn't dead. That is wild. But I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure LaMama passed away. Um, Brooks. That wasn't her name, but I think that was her last name. Damn. Forgive me if you were. I ain't even going to say that because I'm pretty sure Shorty passed away. Um, But I remember in high school, them niggas walking around like with liquor bottles, water bottles, but with vodka in it. Slizzed. Like in school, like just like, <laughs> like I remember that, and I remember thinking like, okay, like I can see why you shouldn't get away with, like why you should get away with it. It's just water, like it's a water bottle. You got vodka in it. It's clear. Uh, but I, I believe them niggas got busted though. Crazy rich white schools. They don't play that shit. You get busted sneaking out drinking. They're like you are kicked out. But, but. This school, of course, these crazy white schools, got rich-ass white parents. And rich-ass white parents do not let their kids get kicked out of school. So all the parents, all these rich-ass parents, they all got lawyers. Even the ones that were lawyers got lawyers. Okay, and they got them good lawyers. They got those NFL rape lawyers. Like, I'm not advocating rape, but if you ever on trial, that's who you want, okay? Either that or Robert Kardashian, right? And they got the good lawyers, right? Right? I didn't want to get a lawyer at first. I didn't want to get a lawyer because I was mad at my child. I was mad. I was like, Lola, what the fuck is going on? First you're biting, now this shit. <laughs> and I tried to talk to my ex-wife. I was like, you know what? Let's wait before we get a lawyer. Let's see how this turns out. Let's see how it unfolds. My ex-wife's like, no, fuck that. We're getting a lawyer and we're gonna sue this school. We're gonna sue this dean. We're gonna sue these teachers. Jesus. I can't even believe they let her out of their sight. We are suing these people. Look how they're going. I started to argue with her, but the last time I argued with my ex-wife about a lawyer, I lost my house. <laughs> so we got a lawyer. We got a lawyer. And I'm talking to the lawyer, and the lawyer's like, okay, okay, I talked to some people, and if you give me 10 days, I should be able to get her back into school. So Lola's home for 10 days. One day, I come home from work, and I see Lola outside just laughing with like three of her little white girlfriends, just laughing. You ever just want to choke your child for smiling? Like, motherfucker, what you smiling about right now? So I walk over to Lola. I'm like, Lola, what's so funny? What is so funny? And Lola's like, Daddy, stop it. You're so serious. I'll be back in school in no time. And I'm like, look at this smug motherfucker. (laughs) And at that moment, I kind of snapped. And I got back in the car. I got back in the fucking car and I drove to the school. I drove to the school and I found the dean. I was like, hey, we need to talk. I know you're going through it right now. I know you got a lot of parents trying to sue you and trying to sue the school and and trying to get you fired, but I need a favor. I need you to kick my daughter out of this school. I need you to kick her black ass out of this school. I need my black child to learn her lesson right now before she ends up on OnlyFans or some shit. Please kick 
my child out of fucking school. And they kicked out. They kicked them all out, but they kicked my child out first. Okay? Because I'm a celebrity. And I went home, act like I didn't know what was about to happen. The phone rang. I'm like, Lola, you should get that. I act like I ain't no shit. And Lola got the phone. And they gave her the news. And then Lola comes in all sad. Daddy, they kicked me out of school. And I was like, I told you them crackers is mean, Lola. <laughs> I told you about them crackers. <laughs> and to this you know, I'm sitting here thinking, watching this shit like, damn, if anybody's listening to this episode, which is how long right now? <laughs> 96 minutes? Holy mac. Oh. Uh, I'm like, wow, they can't even see Chris Rock. But I'm also looking at it and I'm thinking like, well, there's really not much to see. Like, he's just on stage. Like, listening to a comedy show is like listening to a pilot. Like, you can listen to a comedy show without watching the theatrics. Like, unless it just really calls for it and that's what it is, it either adds to the joke or it's whatever. Um, So, yeah. <laughs> you guys can just watch this and it's probably more entertaining than I am. This day, Lola has no idea I had anything to do with that shit. And a mother has no idea I had anything to do with that shit. And the lawyer has no idea. And they won't find out till they see this shit on Netflix. <laughs> Hip hop hooray! I guess. But here, here's the amazing thing. Here's the beautiful thing that happened. Here's the beautiful thing. It worked. The whole thing humbled Lola. My God. Because Lola got kicked out of school for real. So she had to apply to another high school and she had to write essays explaining why she got kicked out and why it would never happen again. And when it was time for her to apply for college, she had to write why she got kicked out of high school and why it would never happen again. And now, three years later, my daughter Lola is one of the coolest people I have ever met. She is so amazing. Lola Rock is amazing. Yo, hand claps at a comedy show is My both. daughter Lola goes to culinary school in Paris. Yeah. Big cheese, big cheese. Culinary school. Touche, nigga, touche. <laughs> culinary school in Paris. That's right. My greatest achievement, man. I mean, let's, let's just think about it. Let's think about it for a second. Let's just think about it. My mother was born in 1945. My mother was born in 1945 in a little town called Georgetown, South Carolina, right? And my mother told me when she was a little girl, it was against the law for a black person to go to a white dentist. Against the law for a black person to go to a white dentist, right? And if you were a little... If you ask me, was that really the worst thing possible? If black people were getting the same type of knowledge on how to be said dentist, getting the same, acquiring the same type of skill set to be said dentist, was it really... It was the worst thing because niggas just wouldn't leave us alone when I say that, white folk. But, man, sometimes it's, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes it's 
not so hard to look back and think to yourself from a black perspective. I don't know. Maybe segregation was the best thing popping. A child and you needed your teeth taken out like all children do. If you're a little black child and you needed your teeth taken out and you couldn't find a black dentist, you had to go to a vet. That's crazy. Yeah, motherfucker. That's crazy. A vet in America. I'm talking about my That's wild. Brother, I'm not talking about Harriet Tubman. And that's why shit like segregation sucked. Because it's like, come on, bro. All the black dentists is filled up. They booked up. Niggas get money. If there's mad white dentists, come on, bro. Let us go over there. Want us to go to a motherfucker to take out the same teeth as dogs? Do they really know what they doing? They not. We got to go to a what people that what they don't even that's y'all. But wait, like they said, y'all niggas three fifth humans can't be that much different. I'm talking about my mother. Shit, she's sitting over there. Okay, my mother went to a vet. Okay, went to a vet, and think about it. This same woman that had to go through the indignity of going to getting her teeth taken out by a fucking vet, the same woman, now, twice a year, gets on a plane, flies to Paris, and has coffee with her granddaughter who is going to culinary school. Touche, nigga, touche. Okay? And Lola and my mother, my mother sits her down and tells her about her life and then Lola bites her. <laughs> yes. Touche, nigga, touche. Oh, my life is good. I cannot complain, man. Cannot complain. Uh, you know, I got some bullshit going on, but I, it's going good. I'm single. I'm single. Have been single a long time. I was, I was married for a long time, and I was, you know, I was dating somebody for a while. Now I'm single. Here's, here's the crazy thing. You don't even realize all the amazing little things a woman does for you till you don't have one. You don't even realize it. Women do so many things that you don't even realize. Like the other night, I'm trying to get some sleep. Trying to sleep. Couldn't sleep. Trying to sleep. Couldn't sleep. And suddenly, it dawned on me. I was like, this pillowcase is filthy. Are we supposed to change these? I flipped it over, it was black and greasy. I was like, did Draymond Green sleep on this motherfucker? That shit was black, man. Trying to date. What? Is it because I'm drunk? What? What the fuck? Trying to fucking date, it's hard. Because on one hand, you know, I'm, 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 I'm lovey. I want a real relationship. I want a Sunday kind of love. And the other time, on the other hand, I'm just a hoe. That's what I'm saying, my nigga. And then on the other time, on the other hand, like, was you supposed to say, well, in other times, or was you supposed to say, on the other hand, like, I know that's selective, but it's just like, I just want to see my nigga Chris Rock be flawless execution. I'm just bad. I'm like, ah, fuck all this shit. 
Like, I'm all fucked up. We all got that. Like, ladies, I will lick your ass and never call you again. Oh, God. But if we hold hands, you my girl. Why is that? Why is holding, why is holding hands more intimate than licking ass? That don't make no sense. <laughs> I'm doing a Netflix special tonight. I'm making a ton of money. I might lick somebody's ass tonight. But I know I ain't holding nobody's hand. <laughs> I know that shit. That's <laughs> I can't tell you every woman I fuck, but I know every hand I ever have. Talk about it. Talk I'm about trying it. to date. I trying to date. Trying That's to like date. for me. I'll lick your ass in a heartbeat. Shit, I might even hold your hand in public. Well, nah, hold your hand. That that goes to the same thing. But for my example, I'll lick your ass. I won't call you. And if you call me, I'm going to think to myself, what the fuck is going on right now? Why is this person calling me? Women my age, which is 10 to 15 years younger than me, <laughs> don't hate the player, hate the game. Right. I didn't get rich and stay. Okay, so with that one and him kind of obviously making it a point low-key to let the crowd interact with that, maybe all this shit that I was saying was like a callback is a callback because that was a callback. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. That's a callback to some of his early shit for sure. In shape to talk about Anita Baker. <laughs> I'm trying to fuck Doja Cat. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> Talk about it. No cap. Yeah, no cap. nigga, yeah. <laughs> nah, man. A lot, a lot of people think men date younger women because they're younger. No, not at all. Men do not date younger women because they're younger. Men date younger women because they're less expensive to date. <laughs> that is what it all boils down to. See, you go out with a 25-year-old, she just wants a pair of shoes. I saw these shoes, can I get these shoes? I saw these shoes, can I get these shoes? I really like these shoes, can I get these shoes? Can I send you the link? Can I send you the link? I wanna get these shoes, can I get these shoes? You can Venmo me. That's the app I put on your phone three weeks ago. Can I get these shoes? And if you're lucky, your 25-year-old will model those shoes for you. That's right, you go, fuck it, bitch, get the shoes. And if you're lucky, she will model them for you, naked. And she's like, you like your shoes, daddy? You like your shoes? You like your shoes, daddy? You like your shoes? And everybody's happy for the price of a pair of shoes. That's what it's like to date a 25-year-old. You go out with a 45, 50, they want more than shoes. <laughs> you go out with a 45, 50-year-old, she's like, can you help me fix my roof? <laughs> God damn, that ain't sexy at all. <laughs> Well, I gotta get estimates for this pussy? <laughs> I gotta see contractors for this pussy? Goddamn! Oh, <laughs> you got 
with a 45, 50 year old. They got a house that's falling apart. They're like, you know anybody with a snake? A snake? You don't want my dick to ever get hard. What? <laughs> you go with a 45, 50 year old. They always got a car that's falling apart. Car's a piece of shit. They always got the worst version of a good car. <laughs> The car got a good name, but they got the worst version they ever made, like a, a Mercedes 308. What the fuck's a 308? Four-cylinder and you roll the window down? Who sold you this shit? They got a Tesla that takes gas. You're like, who sold you this shit? What the fuck? Oh man, but the pussy good. <laughs> That's funny. That was funny. That 45, 50 year old pussy, it's good. That's right, it's simmered longer. It's been on the pot a little, a little longer. Talk about it. Talk That's about right, it. that 45, 50 year old Talk pussy is like, like That's spaghetti. That's some good pussy. It's some of my favorite pussy. It's better my than next day. My favorite pussy started 30, at 37. It really is. Pussy started 37. Really is. No cap. Woo! Really fucking no cap. is. And they always got a fucked up car. And you get that good pussy. You get that good 45, 50 year old pussy. You think you leaving the house. Okay, I'll see you later. And then she's like, no, 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 no. I need a favor. Can you come with me to the mechanic to pick up my car? I really need you to come because if I go by myself, they're going to take advantage. <laughs> So now you gotta go with her to pick up her car. You don't even know what's wrong with the car. But you gotta go. And you just standing there like some sort of sexual scarecrow. <laughs> and the mechanic's like, that's $500. And you're like, Rah! <laughs> And then the mechanic says, okay, 450. And then she goes, I only got $35. <laughs> Bitch, you fucking played me. I just got your roof fixed. They say women have all, they say men have all the power. They say men have all the power. Again. Flubbing on the lines. What's going on? But we don't. You played me. I just got your roof fixed. They say women have all, they say men have all the power. They say men have all the power. But we don't. We don't have all the power. Women have the power. You got all the fucking power. That's right. Because there's nothing more powerful than female beauty. Nothing more powerful, that's right. A beautiful woman can stop traffic. There's nothing about a man that can stop traffic. <laughs> that's right, you could be a dead man on the highway with your dick out, and they will drive around your dead ass. There's nothing <laughs> more powerful then female beauty, you call it female beauty, you can call it pussy, call it whatever you want, man. Shit, I've been, I've been working, I've been working since I was seven years old. Been working for almost 50 years. 
Seven years old. I used to sweep up at a supermarket. I've been working since I was seven years old. And I have made millions of dollars. Okay? And every dime I have ever made, I have spent it on pussy. <laughs> every fucking cent. Either pussy or pussy adjacent. <laughs> Every fucking dime. Getting to get the pussy hair done. Getting the pussy taxes done. Getting the pussy's son in the camp. Getting the pussy's tooth fixed. Getting the pussy's top driveway done. Getting the pussy's mama some life insurance. Getting the pussy bunion surgery. I've paid more college loans off than Joe Biden. This shit really both. <laughs> Motherfucker! When is it gonna be over? Spend all my money on pussy. And if I had a chance to do it again, I'd spend it on pussy again. They say I just make some men have all the, the advantages. No, we don't. That's right, man. Women, you got all the advantages. You ever notice how you can tell what kind of neighborhood you in just by who's not working? Think about it for one second. You can tell what kind of neighborhood you're in just by who's not working. If you're in any neighborhood in America at 12.15 in the afternoon on a Wednesday and you see women with sweatpants on, coming out the gym, pushing babies, riding bikes, that's right, having brunch, going to Soul Cycle, Chances are, you're in a nice neighborhood. There's probably a Whole Foods nearby. That's right. Wherever women ain't working is an amazing place to live. That's where I want to live. I want to live in a place where women are voluntarily not working. That is where I want to live. Now, let's switch it up. If you're in any neighborhood in America at 12 in the afternoon on a Wednesday and you see men in sweatpants smoking cigarettes hanging with their boys lifting weights in the yard riding children's bicycles as their actual transportation then you are in danger both Whatever men don't work is fucking dangerous. That's right. That's right. That's right. Women have the all truth. the power. Shit. My ex-wife is the smartest woman I know. She got just as much money as me. Ain't funny at all. <laughs> God bless her. God bless her. Nothing more powerful than female beauty. Nothing. Just look at Beyonce. Woo! Can't wait for that tour. That's right, man. Beyonce, man. I know she's talented. She is so talented, man. She's extremely talented. But even with all that talent, ain't nothing more powerful than the beauty. Beyonce is one of the finest motherfuckers I have ever seen. Beyonce is fine, motherfucker. Shit. Beyonce is so fine that if she worked at Burger King, 
she could still marry Jay-Z. That's how fine she is. She could still get her a billionaire, great rapping fucking businessman. Now, if Jay-Z worked at Burger King, No, no, no. Women got the power. And by the way. Again, bro, it's like 2023. We already have like red pill. Like, I'm finna stop this shit because I'm really kind of hungry and I'm kind of drunk. I've been going on for a minute, guys, but I'm out of here. Emergency podcast. This was a live reaction of Chris Rock's latest special. Shit's not hitting. I ain't even gonna cap. I don't even want to put you guys through the rest of this shit because it's just like that is not a Jay Z oh, diss. What is this? I do not need another rap. Stuff. It's David Spade. Okay, so another... see him get whooped. <laughs> it was another ten minutes. We're not missing on anything. All right, guys, that was it. Let's get the fizz about it is for Riz.